0: This is Come and See from St. Andrew's Anglican Church for February 8, 2015. The Gospel is taken from the book of Mark, chapter 1, verses 29 through 39. The message is by Father Ron Baird. This morning's Gospel lesson picks up directly from last week. If you recall, last week's lesson was when Jesus' first sermon... Um, in the synagogue at Capernaum. And uh, if you recall, the, the people there were astounded at his teaching. Initially, probably somewhat offended by the way he was doing, because he didn't do it like the rabbis did. Um, but then, when a demon starts, a demon possessed person starts crying out, and he drives the demon out of the person, says they're astounded, and now that means they're impressed. And they go out and they spread uh, the word and tell everybody in the whole surrounding area. So, immediately after that service, Jesus walks across the street, because literally Peter's house is just across the street from the synagogue, and he, and he goes into Peter's house. Now, houses in Israel at this time were constructed differently than the way we do things now. Um, you couldn't really have an open fire inside of a house, it wasn't really safe, so what they would have is be, have a, a doorway, like a dub, big double doorway that was almost like a gate, and you would walk into a courtyard that was open, um, and that was where they would cook in the middle of that so the fire could all rise up and that was also where they gathered you know, for meals or to um, socialize with one another or whatever. And then you would have rooms off of the other three corners where people would uh, stay or they would store things. So Jesus walks in and immediately one of the people in Peter's house says to him that Peter's mother-in-law is sick with a fever in bed. And it says that Jesus walked into her, and he takes her by the hand, and he lifts her up. Now it's interesting. This you know, he he makes her get up before he heals her, which <laughs> is somewhat fascinating. And so it says, as soon as she got up, though, the fever left her. And what does it say she did? She served him. So what do you think she did when, by serving? How did she serve him? Hmm. Cooked. That was my assumption. Shows how misogynist we are in our society. If the woman gets well, she should feed the men. (laughs) It doesn't really say that. The word that's used there is diakonia, which is the word that we get deacon from, but also is translated uh, frequently as uh, ministry. Um, She ministered to him. And so it may have been cooking. We don't know what it was. Um, But she became a servant to help him as a result of having been healed. Well, then at about sundown... The word has gotten around from the synagogue. And all of a sudden, everybody's outside the door, banging on the door. You know, and they brought everybody they could find that was sick, had you know, a hangnail, whatever, who um, was demon-possessed, you name it. And they brought all of them to Jesus. And so one after another, he's you know, casting out demons, you know, healing the sick, doing all this sort of stuff. It doesn't tell us how long it went on, but if the whole town's there, I suspect it lasted a while. Um, it's almost like somebody put out a sign that they opened up a free clinic or something. And so everybody was coming. And it says that, so when Jesus finally does get to bed, um, it says that he got up early in the morning and went out to find a secluded place to pray. Now, that early in the morning is literally translated, he got up at the fourth watch. The fourth watch is between 3 a.m. and 6 a.m. That's what you call getting up early. And what's interesting, between 3 a.m. and 6 a.m., you wouldn't think there'd be anybody up in the house either, but he he knew that wasn't going to last. So he went off out into the neighboring hillsides to find a quiet place where he could talk to God alone. You know, it doesn't tell us what he said. I know what it, he would have said if he were me, and that's it. God, what did you get me into this for? <laughs> just, just constantly people coming with problems, you know. Um, but eventually, it says Simon and his companions uh, found him. Now, that word companions can be a little misleading, too, because it almost sounds like it's Simon and... Um, Andrew and James and John or something. But actually it says Simon, it literally is Simon and all those who were following him. Now who do you think would be following Simon? More people that want to get healed, right? And so all these people come out and they find, and Simon says, where have you been? Everybody's looking for you. And I suspect Jesus said, no kidding. Um, but that isn't what he says. What he says to them is, let's be going to the other towns and villages nearby. I must preach. The, I must you know, give the message there also. And he leaves all those people. Because part of what happens is, is that Jesus didn't come to heal the world. You know, as much as we'd like for him to, at least not heal it in the sense that we think about it, you know, we, we would really like him most times that we pray. You know, if we're sick, we pray. You know, if we you know, have somebody who's on deathbed, we pray. If we, you know, you know, do anything, you know, if we're playing football and we're losing, we pray. I mean, <laughs> whatever it is, I mean, we pray. We ask God for help, but, but we tend to forget that God really isn't Santa Claus. I mean, He isn't taking a list down and going, oh, yeah, I'll fill that next. I mean, that's not the way God works. God does things for His own purposes, And while healing is what he has in mind, it's not the same thing. So we have to go back and look at the differences. When Peter's mother-in-law was healed, she immediately got up and began to do ministry for him. What happened to all those other people who got healed? Apparently they left. they did have the niceness to go tell everybody else about the fact that you can go get your hangnail removed over there and it's no problem. You know, pain-free dentistry, the whole bit, you know, I mean, over there. So everybody comes flocking to the place. But they didn't really do anything with it, did they? And that's part of the problem, is that that's not what Jesus came for. Because the truth is, is that that isn't healing. It's putting things into temporary remission. You know, the truth is, is that if you heal a disease... Does that mean you'll never catch another disease for the rest of your life? No, it's just taking care of that one. And unfortunately, we tend to have the same issue today. Is that you know has anybody been sick with all the stuff that's been going around lately? What'd you do when you got better? Hmm? Went back to work. (laughs) That's what most of us do. Yeah, we just go back doing what we were doing before. It's like, I'm glad that's over. But it didn't really change us, did it? That's not the kind of healing that Jesus has in mind. The kind of healing that Jesus has in mind is much more than just healing the body, although it includes healing the body. Sometimes, sometimes not. But but it's about (coughs) healing the body for a reason, so that we can be ministers, so that we can serve. And that's the response that he looks for, is people whose lives are changed.